the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Prosecutors say a man wielding a knife has attacked residents venturing out to shop in a town under lockdown south of the French city of Lyon. Two people were killed and several others wounded. The Anti-Terrorism Prosecutor's Office told the Associated Press the attack took place at about 11 a.m. local time at a commercial district. The alleged attacker was arrested by police nearby. They refused to release the man's name, but they say that he claims to uh, be from Sudan. They have yet to determine whether the attack was actually terrorism-related. President Trump encouraging people to follow the advice of top health experts. Meanwhile, some grim news about the spread of coronavirus in Los Angeles. Even as we slow the rate of growth, the cases are still growing and will continue to be hundreds and hundreds. That word yesterday from Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. And this is SRN News. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. AM 1280, The Patriot. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. AM 1280, The Patriot. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Fierce Natchewati with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. SurroundMSP.com, connecting you with new customers. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel. 
December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Join Dr. Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour. That's am1280thepatriot.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities, you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that, uh, expert that has worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate, equipment, make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312 209 2623 Mutual of Omaha Bank member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks uh, at Extreme Exteriors and want to say uh, hello to uh, the man uh, helping us make this show happen, Mr. Lee Michaels. How has your week been so far, Lee? Well, it's uh Unusual, just like everybody else's. One of just uh, basically two people in here at the radio station keeping things going. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, I have uh, enjoyed, have you noticed, you're on Facebook uh, a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, there are some people, uh, John Krasinski from uh, The Office. Oh yeah. And uh, Jack Ryan fame, he's got he's got uh, a little piece that he has on uh um, uh, YouTube that I think he puts out, uh, I don't know, once a week or something. It's called uh, uh, SGN News, uh, Some Good News. And he always is doing something, just uh, just sharing something on the bright side of what uh, what's happening through all of this and what people are doing. I, I think and that's I a great idea. I, I do too. Um, and just, uh, folks, uh, well, one person uh, wrote this in a... Um, in uh, their uh, Facebook page, some things that I thought were kind of encouraging. If you haven't heard this, maybe you have, some of you. I thought uh, it's something to pass along. They said, of course, there are reports that even through uh, the coronavirus and how everything's been shut down, truckers are still getting supplies to stores. People are stocking shelves all night. Um, A lot of the uh, a lot of these uh, businesses are letting um, older people to come in and shop first. Uh, we've got a cruise line that um, has uh, recently told the president we can match those big uh, Navy hospital ships with uh, fully staffed uh, cruise ships. Uh, you have uh, companies like GM that said we're going to hold uh, production of cars to make uh, ventilators. Um you have uh, women and children making homemade masks, handing out uh, snacks to truckers, restaurants and schools, said uh, we've got kitchens and staff, we can feed kids. You've got a lot of things that are going on. And uh, as this whole thing uh, went on, it, it 
Of course, also talked about how we have the fact that we have a couple of Democrat governors and a Republican president. And even through all of this, they're beginning to start talking in terms of we will make it happen. And uh, a lot of that, I think, is kind of encouraging. Uh, This piece ended with, of course, uh, recognition. uh, It was uh, someone uh, in uh, Japan during uh, World War II that realized that uh, what could happen when the United States got t- together uh, with uh, uh, the same mind uh, and same accord in a matter. And uh, they said uh, that uh, all that has happened is that uh, there has been awakened the sleeping giant. And so, you know, the best of what uh, ha- is happening uh, around our country, um, I think uh, that's just uh, wonderful. We need to promote that more and more, uh, especially in uh, HOAs. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a um, uh, very, uh, very special um, article or blog that was uh, written. Um, and that is going to be our topic in property management in the news. Property Management in the News is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will. At Country Financial, the number is 763-416-5131. As I mentioned, uh, there was uh, a blog that was uh, recently had a... um, Article recently in there talking about the safe operation of your homeowner association during this COVID-19 crisis. What do you need to know? The person who wrote that uh, article uh, is my guest on today's show. Um, She has been on the show before. She's a partner uh, in the law firm of Helmuth & Johnson, Phaedra Howard. She's a member of the uh, Real Estate and Development Practice Group. She also serves on the Minnesota chapter of the Legislative Action Committee with uh, Community Associations Institute. Her law practice, she concentrates in providing counsel to all common interest communities. Phaedra, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jane. Good to be here. Yeah. Now, um, in the past uh, several weeks... Phaedra, has there been anything in the news other than uh, stuff besides uh, (laughs) COVID-19? It sure doesn't seem like it. (laughs) No, it doesn't, does it? Yeah. You know, um, what is, uh, I'd be interested in knowing, uh, what is your sense, what are you seeing and uh, hearing even from other colleagues in your office that work with HOAs as well, as to how the HOA community is responding during this time of crisis? Well, the, th- the things that I'm hearing about, of, of course, are the things that, you know, the questions that get asked to the lawyers. And so those are things like, how do we have meetings? What do we do about our common areas and our amenities? Uh, can we keep them open? If so, how? What do we do with that? Um, I heard from another attorney that he got asked the question uh, of what do you do if somebody is supposed to be self-quarantined and refuses to do so? Um, you know, so those are the those are the issues that we're uh, being faced with, and that was kind of what prompted me to to write the article because it seemed like all of a sudden that was my day was answering all of those questions. So, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> mo- most certainly, and uh, of course, when you're talking about a. Uh, a HOA community, you know, you're talking about uh, you're dealing with a community of folks that are living basically uh, a lot more closely in proximity to one another. And uh, many times uh, that's unavoidable, especially when you're talking about a something like a uh, condominium association. And, of course, I think that brings with it uh, its own special set of issues especially during a time that we are going through now with COVID-19. Don't you agree? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, I'm, I'm living in my single family home and, you know, my family and I are going to hunker down and, you know, enjoy all of our 
you know, supplies that we hoarded or, you know, whatever we're doing to, to keep busy and whatever. But, you know, we don't have to let anybody on our property. A lot of the delivery services now say, yeah. you know, there's no contact. We, you know, we won't even talk to you or see you. You can pay online and you don't have to sign anything and all of that. So, but when you live yeah. in an association, especially like a, a, a condo, high rise, that kind of thing, where there's, you know, those common areas, the lobbies, the mailroom, whatever. Yep. You're going to run into other people, and that's you know unavoidable. But how 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 do you deal with that as a board is, is becoming a big issue. Yeah, uh, definitely. Now uh, you recently contributed last week, uh, I think, a very good piece uh, on your firm's blog on the effect uh, the COVID nineteen virus is having on common interest communities, and more importantly what people need to know so they can continue to see their HOA operate smoothly. Um, before we get into some of the details of that, uh, Phaedra, where can people go if they want to uh, read that article for themselves? Uh, well, that's on our website, which is www.hjlawfirm.com. I don't offhand have the specific page, but if, if you search through there, I think there's a blog tab uh, that you can search through that. Um, and then yeah, and I, I, believe, I believe the blog w went in on uh, March 25th, so if you're looking for a date, folks, that date would, would certainly do it. Well, uh, Phaedra, we uh, want to uh, talk about some of these uh, touch points every common interest community needs to look at with members in their community and good practices. But we need to take a break. So uh, let's do that right now. But folks, don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live with my guest, uh, Attorney Phaedra Howard, here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. AM 1280 The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Hi, Minnesota. Governor Tim Walz here. We're in an unprecedented battle against the COVID-19 virus. The state of Minnesota is doing everything possible to keep you safe, but we need your help. We need you to stay home. Flatten the curve on COVID. Let's get through this thing together. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? 
Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. This show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution. To make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we uh, get back with my uh, guest, Attorney Phaedra Howard, it's uh, time now for us to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. Uh, folks, again, my uh, guest is Attorney Phaedra Howard. She's a partner in the law firm of Helmuth & Johnson. She works um, almost exclusively, I think, in uh, uh, HOA uh, law, uh, dealing with a lot of clients in this industry. And, uh, of course, uh, because of the last few weeks, a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions, a lot of the same ones over and over again. Uh, what are some of the safe operations that we need to remember as a community association during this time of COVID-19 uh, crisis and the virus uh, being out there? And so, uh, Phaedra, you put together a great uh, uh, article that uh, covered a number of things. Let's take a look at a few of those things. Phaedra, sure. the first thing that uh, comes to mind in an HOA is certainly an obvious one. And that is, uh, you talked about it uh, in the first segment, common amenities and facilities. People are going to bump shoulders and rub elbows, aren't they? Uh, well, usually, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, can, uh, what, uh, what is uh, good for a, uh, an association to remember? What can they do for uh, good practices uh, during this uh, time? Uh, in regards to their amenities and facilities they might have at their HOA? Sure. So the first thing that we're recommending, and I think, you know, pretty universally at this point, although, um, you know, the, the information when I wrote, the, the information is changing, you know, rapidly. And so when I wrote the article, it was before the stay-at-home order was issued and some of those things. Um, but, you know, the, the first and foremost is to close your amenities, Um you know, things like your uh, community rooms, exercise rooms, um, pools, those sorts of things. Um, I, I think it's, you know, widely recommended now that all of those be shut down. I mean, publicly, health clubs and all of those types of areas where people can congregate are, are being ordered to be shut yep. um, to the public. And so I think associations should 
follow those yeah. uh, precautions and do the same thing. Let um, me ask you really if I no, could interrupt. No way to guarantee that you can clear. Yeah. Yes. Let me interrupt uh, with that mm-hmm. in, in mind. There's some um, there are some people we've uh, talked to who uh, will say, uh, and they're probably listening right now and are thinking, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, is uh, our facilities where?" Um, we're all uh, privately held. We're all uh, individual homeowners. This isn't a, a public area. This is a private uh, area. Are we really required to have everything shut? Uh, what do you What do you say to folks like that? Well, I don't think that the stay-at-home order addresses uh, private property like this. Um, it's more of a recommendation of, you know, you don't know who anybody else has been in contact with. I talked to one board last week before I wrote this um, that was trying, thinking that they would just keep them open but limit it to owners only and guests couldn't use them. I said, well, how do you know that that an owner hasn't been exposed any more than a guest? Um, You you don't know. Uh, And and then that's, you know, part of the reality that we're dealing with right now is – we don't know. I mean, because of the incubation period, you know, for all we know, you and I are both exposed and, and carrying the virus. We don't know yeah. um, until you see, you know, if symptoms develop later. And some people, you know, are really asymptomatic and can carry it and spread it to other people mm-hmm. and never feel sick. Yeah. Um, so there, there's really no good way to keep those open and make them safe to your residents or anybody else at this point. Yeah. So is is so, it a government mandate? No, it's good practice to protect yourself from liability, keep your, your people safe. Yes. Now, if some folks are going to say, okay, that's all well and good now, but we also have some amenities that aren't uh, in uh, on the uh, inside of a building. You have something like uh, playground areas and uh and uh, tot lots and other and other areas, um, there the association still has probably an obligation there to uh, recommend that people really uh, be careful in uh, in congregating or in uh, using those uh, amenities as well. Correct. That's correct. Uh, you know, it's harder to close them. You can't like lock a door and say you know keep out in the same manner. Um, some of those, if you've got like a tennis court or something where there is a gate, you know, you, you can lock that post a sign. Um, but for playgrounds and things, I still recommend that they be closed. You can send notes out through, you know, email or, or however you communicate with your residents. Post a sign if you can figure out a way to put that up somewhere um, outside that, that play area. I mean, most, most playgrounds are being closed. Yeah. Um, at least the playground area, you know, open spaces, yeah. you know, people are going, you can throw a ball or whatever with your family, uh, people in, in your own residential unit. Um, sure. But the recommendations are that, that nobody be going any place where, I mean, who's cleaning, you know, the slides and the, the <clears throat> playground equipment. Right. You know, let, let me also they, ask they you. Uh, getting... Yeah. Let, let me ask you also in that regard too, if I may, uh, Phaedra, um, we have uh, some people, uh, as you, as you and I both know, uh, when it comes uh, when it comes to uh, writing a, a rule, they love to see that enforced. Uh, uh, are we talking about? Uh, you know, there are probably some people that want to just go uh, gonzo during this time and just writing all kinds of. Well, we told everybody to stay away from. Uh, these uh, areas and they're thinking, well, what we'll do to make sure we keep them safe, we'll start fining people <laughs> for uh, for uh, use of uh, outdoor playgrounds. Um, a good idea? I would say no. I mean, first of all, you have to now write up a new rule. Um, it's one thing to say, you know, that the board has the authority to close those temporarily, um, if they're they're common areas, but you know a lot of association documents require you know notice to the residents. So you have to write up a new rule and set up a fine, whatever, before you can even enforce it. And by that point, who knows what the situation will be? Um, but more importantly, who who wants to be the police to that? I talked to a, to another 
um, board member not too long ago about, uh, you know, similar kinds of things. And uh, they were talking about guests, which is also addressed in my article, um, you know, who can come in um, to the, the property. And my suggestion there would be that the board strongly recommend that guests be limited to those essential people and nobody else. Um, and, and he asked me point blank, is that recommend or prohibit? I said, well, do you want to police it and have to try to enforce it? You know, who, who's going to go around and monitor who has guests? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Good, good point. And, and so, yes. Uh, in, and that's just, uh, uh, to me, basic common sense when it comes to the enforcement of any rules that an association has, just because a, a rule is written in a certain way, you have to take a look. Uh, is it uh, sometimes uh, the uh, things aren't uh, quantifiable, and sometimes uh, it is uh, there's nothing in place uh, for enforcement. And if you don't have enforcement, you're just having a suggestion. So you're you're talking about basically the association really needs to be proactive in uh, making a statement during this time, asking people. To be careful in the same way that we've heard from businesses and from our governor and, and, and from other entities on how to act during this time of uh, the coronavirus. Is that correct? That's correct. I mean, it should be really, you know, we're all, the, the message is, is, you know, being put out there by everybody. We're all in this together. Let's all be safe and do our part. Um, and, and that should be the position that boards take of, you know, asking for voluntary compliance from their membership without having to be the police and, and yep. okay, well, now I saw so-and-so did this, and so you should find them. And nobody wants to get into that right now, uh, especially when we're all trying to stay home and stay safe and, and you know, not go out and have to yep. investigate violations of this type. Yeah. Well, folks, we've got uh, a lot more that uh, we're going to cover uh, in what are some of the best practices that an HOA should remember during this time of the coronavirus. With my guest today, attorney Phaedra Howard, we're going to take another break. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. 
With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back uh, to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here today with uh, my guest attorney, Phaedra Howard from Helmuth & Johnson. Uh, of course, I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, just uh, quickly for our listeners, we've got a bunch of great resources for you at our website at newconceptsgroup.com. Go there and you'll find uh, over uh, 31 webinars on uh, good governance and uh, answering a lot of questions that people have. And what does it mean to live in an HOA? What's a uh, HO6 insurance policy? Why do I need one? How do you read a financial statement? That and so much more. Plus a list of our preferred vendors, people who are tried and true and uh, have been uh, tested and give great service to uh, HOAs. Uh, we've got over 55 uh, categories listed uh, that's uh, available for you to take a look at if you're looking for uh, someone in a particular area. That plus uh, my uh, information on the radio show, if you have a question you'd like to have uh, answered. All of that and more at newconceptsgroup.com. Well, um, my guest again is Phaedra Howard. Uh, Phaedra has written uh, uh, onto uh, her... Uh, firm's blog at Helmuth and Johnson on uh, good uh, practices for an HOA to remember during this time of the coronavirus. Uh, Phaedra, we've been talking a little bit about uh, what people can do when it comes to uh, uh, common areas, amenities, and facilities. Uh, you were just beginning to talk about uh, gas. And so uh, what is your recommendation uh, with uh, HOAs and guests uh, during this time? Well, and, and again, you know, uh, my, my recommendation uh, in, in my blog was written before the stay-at-home order. Um, and so that kind of changes things a little bit because the governor has now said who who can and can't be out and about in the community. So that puts some additional restrictions. But generally speaking, um, you know, before that went into place and, you know, if, if it gets lifted on April 10th, like it's currently supposed to be, we'll have to wait and see if that happens or if it gets right. extended. Um, but the recommendation was basically that, um, that guests to the community should be limited. I mean, we're limiting guests in our office, you know, got big signs. We've got the the reception area, you know, with a big sign, please stay back six feet. We're asking, you know, uh, people not to come into the office unless they have to mail things to us instead, that sort of thing. Um, Same thing with associations um, and, 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 this really is a strong recommendation. You know, it's it's hard for the association to police who has guests and who those guests are. Yeah. Um, but certainly, you know, a, a strongly recommending to the homeowners that they limit uh, guests to the property yeah. to only those that absolutely have to be there. If yeah. You've got a, let's talk you know, about caretaker that. Let's... or a healthcare worker or something. You know, obviously they need to be there to help you. But let's let's talk about that. Some of the uh, essential versus non-essential people. So we're talking about uh, uh, emergency uh, emergency repairs in a condominium. We're talking about a plumber. Uh, something right. of that uh, issue uh, in uh, a 55 plus uh, community or in, in others, you have uh, people who could be uh, healthcare workers that uh, need to come in on a regular basis. Correct? 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so th- those people should obviously still be allowed into the building. Uh, precautions taken with all the social distancing and, you know, the cleaning of hands and surfaces and whatever else as best you can. Um, but you can't ban those people from coming to the property. Really, it's hard to ban anybody. But again, you know, if, if you if you take the position and ask your uh, members for voluntary compliance, um, to really avoid having any non-essential people right. in the community. Let's uh, talk about uh, two other things that are, are huge when it comes to um, uh, multifamily uh, housing, I suppose uh, anywhere, and that is uh, uh, delivery of food and also package deliveries. Right, and obviously that brings people into the community, into the property, and that's going to differ. I mean, if you've got, um, you know, like townhome type uh, situation where there's individual entrances, that's not going to be any different. You're not necessarily exposing anybody else because you have a package delivered to your door. Um, But where we've got like your typical apartment setting, uh, condos, high rises, whatever, and you've got, you know, package delivery that, you know, or mailroom, common mailroom or that sort of thing. Um, and it's going to differ depending on how your property is mm-hmm. set up, but certainly associations need to be thinking about that and looking at ways to minimize having people wandering around the building. I had one board that said, well, what we're going to do, their procedure was if you have a delivery to you, they would ring the buzzer. Um, you would buzz them in, and then they could come up to your unit and deliver it directly to their unit. Now, in response to the COVID-19, they implemented, no, now you have to come down to the lobby yep. and meet them there to get your stuff so that we don't have people wandering around the building. So that's okay. one example. But good, Some, some good, uh, uh, a good example, good uh, information for people to to consider. And for, on the other side of that, for... Uh, members in their community to be a little bit more understanding that uh, these extra precautions and rules are not because you have a board of directors who just gets uh, excited and get their jollies on just making life difficult for you, but they're trying to think in ways that will promote the safety and health of the community, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at another um uh, another big area you mentioned, and uh, that is uh, in a homeowners association, you've got people that need uh, to meet together. And so I'm thinking of uh, board meetings. OK, so uh, you address this in your article too, um, uh, Phaedra. There are a lot of applications that allow for an HOA board to meet remotely through uh, audio conferencing. Uh, many association management firms even have and use this technology. What does an HOA need to remember when using this method for a meeting? Um, the, the main things to keep in mind are, one, that to have a meeting under the Nonprofit Corporations Act, the, the uh, directors need to be able to communicate simultaneously. So whether it's through a teleconference or any of these web-based platforms, and as you mentioned, there's a number of different options, um, but they have to be able to speak and hear each other in real time. Um, if they're if they're communicating by email, that's not simultaneous. I can send you an email, and you may not read it for right. hours, days. Um, and so that's not simultaneous communication. So uh, a meeting by email is not going to work. Um, but any, anything, any of these platforms that allow you to communicate simultaneously will be acceptable. The other big issue, though, is that uh, for associations that are governed under the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act, the board meetings are required to, with some exceptions, are required to be open to the members. So now you've got to come up with a way that not just the yeah. board can communicate, but that members can listen in. Members don't have to be able to speak, mm-hmm. but they have to be able to listen in yeah. if they choose to do so. I know there are a lot of uh, applications that allow that. Uh, one that I think of, one uh, uh, we're using, uh, Zoom, uh, can uh, okay. allow a lot of people to uh, interact uh, together and have uh, up to uh, a uh, hundred people uh, participating um, in uh, in a uh, meeting. What do you say though? There's going to be some people who are going to say. But uh, wait a minute, that's not fair to me. There's some that are going to say I'm not tech savvy. 
and uh, I don't have a computer, don't use things. You're just trying to push me out so that uh, I I uh, don't have a chance to give uh, my input uh, with, in uh, HOA meetings. What do you say to that? Um, well, two things. One, I guess rather than using Zoom, and uh, my understanding is that there's a lot of potential privacy issues with Zoom as well. They don't have a good privacy policy, so that might be something to to consider. Um, but there are other platforms that allow you to use your computer and or phone. So like GoToMeeting, um, where you can just dial in on your phone, um, and not, as long as you have the access code, you can dial in and not even necessarily have anything up on your computer. So I would recommend something more that, that's more along those lines that allow a couple different options that you can be in through your computer and or a phone, so that allows more people to participate. Um, yep. So that, that that's one piece of it. Um, the other part is is that anybody who... I mean, the homeowners are, are allowed to listen in, um, and they can choose whether they do that or not, um, as long as you make it reasonably available to them through whatever means. Um, but their their only participation is if the association uh, holds a homeowner forum, which really isn't even part of the meeting. Um, and so there are other ways where homeowners can submit input. They can send an a email yeah. or make a phone call or whatever, sim- submit their questions or concerns in other ways yeah. um, to the board without having to do it at that meeting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think uh, there, there are a number of ways that uh, allow uh, for people to communicate. Um, as uh, And even though they don't have a, co- a computer, a lot of these uh, audio conferencing uh, platforms do allow for someone to, to call in. And in some ways, that could almost uh, make it a little bit easier. Sometimes I hear from uh, people the fact that, uh, well, you want me to come to a board meeting. I don't have time to come to a board meeting. And you want me to come to uh, uh, the uh, grocery store, to the Kowalskis, to their com- community room or to a library or some other place. I don't have time to do it it can be easier for someone to jump on right at home to be able to um, uh, communicate. And um, we've had uh, even in uh, one of the probably new paradigms that are taking place that we're finding, uh, Phaedra, we've got some board members that are saying, we kind of we like this. We can get uh, board <laughs> meetings uh, started, and uh, I can uh, get something uh, going and heating on the stove uh, for dinner, and I don't have to wait till I get home to eat. You know, <laughs> right? So, exactly. Yeah, and that's so, always yeah. an option that board members can participate remotely. If if they don't want to be there in person, they could dial into the meeting. But yeah. now it's different because everyone's doing it. But you're right. Uh, it is important for people to remember that uh, the uh, meetings need to be uh, available and accessible to uh, homeowners as well. And and I think there's probably that uh, ability to uh, to do so. Well, we've got a few more things that uh, you have on your uh, list that we want to talk about, but we're going to take another break. So don't go away. My guest today, Attorney Phaedra Howard with uh, Helmuth & Johnson. Uh, You're listening to Where You Live here on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here. My guest today has been Attorney Phaedra Howard with Helmuth & Johnson. We're talking, we're going to wrap things up on some good practices for uh, HOAs to remember during this time of uh, the coronavirus and, and how to operate your HOA smoothly during this time. But before we do... It's uh, time to uh, take a moment to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute. Do you need products to successfully run your rental property business? Interested in a class about fair housing or rekeying lots? Want to use the plain language lease that is used by the majority of rental property owners in Minnesota? Then you should visit MMHA.com. That's two M's. MMHA.com. That's the website for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units and for townhome and condo associations as well. They've been around for 40 years and put on hundreds of seminars, publish a monthly magazine, sell attorney general approved leases, and have countless other tools for property owners. While they are a membership organization, All of their resources and seminars and their annual convention and their spring conference and their orientation programs are open to everyone. For more information, visit the website, mmha.com. Phaedra, we've talked about a number of things Uh, today. We've talked about uh, guests in the association, uh, common area facilities. We've talked about uh, meetings and holding them. Um, another big area that I think uh, there are some things that need to be addressed uh, is in the area of assessments. We know with what we're hearing in the news that unemployment uh, in this immediate period is spiking up and could go as high as uh, 30, 31, 32 percent here uh, in uh, Minnesota. Um, they say uh, hourly workers have uh, time drastically cut if they even can work. Um, you know, a bunch of people out there will not have uh, the ability to keep up with their monthly obligations. Do you have advice? Do you have advice that communities can look at uh, when it comes to the area of assessments and dealing with people fairly consistently? 
and uh, yet uh, with a real humane approach as well. Uh, certainly. I mean, obviously, you know, associations rely on the assessment payments by their members. If the members aren't paying, then the association as a whole uh, can end up in a world of hurt. They won't be able to pay their bills, pay their uh, vendors, etc. So you, you have to find a fine balance. I mean, certainly, you know, there's been questions about should we, you know, reduce the assessments because now we've closed the amenities and you can't use that or those sorts of things. And to that, I would say no. Do not reduce the assessments. Um, you still have to maintain the amenities, even if they're not open to the members right now. Um, your budget probably, your expenses are not going down. So there, sh yeah. there should be no reason to change the assessment amount. Um, but for members that are having difficulty paying, uh, you have to find that fine line of trying to set up reasonable payment arrangements. But I, I don't recommend that associations just basically forgive assessments, waive them, or say, no, you don't have to pay until, you know, this is all over, because how yeah. is the association going to operate? So you you need to continue to collect those assessments. You need to uh, file liens when it's appropriate, um, you know, uh, work out payment plans. You can look at waiving interest or late fees, things like that, that are not out-of-pocket expenses anyway. Yeah. Um, but so, so be reasonable, you know, work out payment arrangements right. uh, and what's reasonable for a payment plan now is going to be different than what was reasonable six months ago. Right. right? I, and and but, I think, um, one of the keys here, uh, do you not agree would be that, uh, uh, a, a board needs to understand that, uh, and encourage, um, a, uh, people having the ability to come forward to share that, Hey, I do have a problem and an issue and if people are being proactive um, there probably uh, ought to be some other things that the board ought to be thinking what can we do here and not just uh, put the grind on this person right yeah I mean you, you need to be flexible within your ability to be so I mean some boards run a very tight budget especially for smaller associations one person not not paying is going to hurt them a lot more than a larger association that builds you know some of some of that into its budget um, so it's going to be dependent on what what the board is able to do and still keep functioning but certainly some flexibility and some compassion and some understanding is in order certainly yes uh, what now we uh uh, I was talking to you before the the show, and uh, we've both uh, saw that uh, uh, Community Association Institute's national president Tom Skiba, he came forward with a white paper advocating for a brief moratorium on foreclosures during this time. Do you agree with his uh, position? Why or why not? Um, <laughs> I'm kind of torn on that. I actually participated in a conference call with the uh, legislative action committees on this yesterday. And a lot of the questions that were coming up were, you know, from other, other uh, lacks and, and, and a lot of them are attorneys as, you know, if, if we do this across the board and we just say, we're not going to foreclose on anybody that can hurt us in certain situations. If we have statute of limitations issues that we're going to lose our ability to have a lien, our CAI is recommending that associations continue to file liens to protect their, their interests, right. um, but just hold off on foreclosing those liens. Um, and and they're, they're asking it as a voluntary measure yeah. that the associations do it themselves. And part of, yeah. part of the, the, the thought process there that they discussed was that if we don't police ourselves in this and we come out looking like the big bad guy when all the mortgages are putting a moratorium on foreclosures and whatever, but we're still pushing forward, there's going to be a huge hatred of associations, and that could lead to a whole surge of new proposed legislation coming down the pipe. Yeah. You know, next and, year. And, and again, you're right. Every them. community is, yeah, every community is going to be different, though, aren't they? Because I, I can think of one uh, condo community that we've managed for years, uh, a small one, but uh, everybody there's retired. Um, for them. Um, there is uh, no no issue or no concern there because uh, they're out of the workforce, have been out of the workforce. But um, some, uh, it might make sense to, to take a look at uh, 
having something in place where you might be able to give forgive a, a late fee. Or um, it sounds like uh, another thing could be maybe the late fee is placed on there, but uh, if in a future time they have a payment plan that they keep up with, those could be removed. That Something like that could make sense, don't you think? Right. And, and, and I think, you know, the, the one thing that CAI didn't differentiate that I think I would is, you know, is the person's delinquency at all related to the current crisis? I mean, if they if you were starting foreclosure and getting ready to move on this and they, you know, they haven't paid in three years, I don't know that that, you know. <laughs> Stopping foreclosure now makes any sense. Their problem has nothing to do with the current crisis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. Tax- 